Hello and welcome to the Rambling Runner Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Chittam, and this is the podcast for all the dedicated amateur runners out there who are working hard to get better while balancing running with the rest of their lives. And today's show is a big-time departure from what I normally do on the show. Today is a product review episode. So I'm going to be reviewing uh, excuse me, two products today. Uh, first is the Mighty audio system, which for all intents and purposes looks just like the iPod shuffle, uh, which was a running, you have like a runner's fan favorite back in the day. They don't make them anymore, but this is a a much, uh, much cooler version in that it just has so many new features, but it's still that small little square size. I'm also going to be reviewing a running shoe, the Topo Athletic ST2. So first things first. I am not getting paid to do these reviews, okay? Secondly, I'm only going to review, um, basically do review episodes or do reviews on my Patreon site or at, and on any other medium. I'm only interested in doing positive reviews. I'm not out here to spread negativity. If I don't like something, you know, I might say it in a post or whatever, but I'm not out here just trying to put people on blast. I'm more about positivity. So if I'm doing a post or review of any kind, it's because I like it. So that that's first and foremost. So spoiler alert, I like these two products, <laughs> obviously. Um, also, there may be products that I review where those companies might end up sponsoring the podcast. However, there's no kind of quid pro quo situation. So basically, I told these companies right from the start um, that if I did review these products, that you know, I would basically tell the truth about them. If at any point they do want to sponsor the show, hey, that's great, but I'm not going to be trading favors um, in any case. So I want to set the ground rules first and foremost because, frankly, I want to be as transparent as possible. And also, you know, doing this sort of thing, you know, reviewing stuff, reviewing products, that's not my game. I'm not making money off reviews. Um, there's no you know, sponsored links or anything like that. Again, I have no problem if other people want to do that, but that's not the point of what I, why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for a very simple reason. First of all, I just, more than one reason. So first of all, um, you know, these things aren't cheap. So whenever you're investing in either audio products or shoes or gear or things like that, they're expensive. And you want to make sure that the stuff you're getting is legitimate. And also, this is something that people have been asking for. I've been putting out um, different posts saying, you know, what do you want more of on the show? And this was one thing that kept coming up. So I'm doing these two products first because I was really excited to use them. So uh, I've been looking at Topo Athletic Shoes for a while. Mighty is a little bit newer on the scene to me, but they just introduced something brand new, which got me really excited. So first things first, the Mighty. So the, you can find it at B Mighty. that's B-E, mighty.com so this little square hooks right to your belt or wherever you want to put it and it provides you with audio for your athletic activities so first things first this little sucker is small it's light i don't even notice it when i'm on my run so i've been using it now for a few weeks this was not just a one-time thing. I'm using it for a couple weeks, and I really like it. I am a huge fan of this little sucker. So first things first, in regards to how you use it, it connects to your Spotify account. So 
you need to have Spotify. And also, you can use it with a Bluetooth um, earbuds, or you can plug your earbuds in. So that's that's kind of how it works. It uh, it also has an app that you use on your phone that basically serves as the conduit between the Mighty device and your Spotify account. So just like if you have a Garmin watch, you have a Garmin Connect app on your phone, this is very similar. So if you have a Mighty, you also have the Mighty app. So when you get the Mighty, the first thing you do is you get the app and then you set up your Bluetooth um, headset. So you, you pair your Bluetooth headset with with the product and then you're off. So there's a couple things. I'm just going through the pros and cons real quick and then I'll dive into them. So the pros are, I love the size, the fit, the storage space, the on-the-go functionality, uh, and the customer service. The cons, or I shouldn't say cons, these are more challenges slash opportunities. No product is going to be perfect right from the jump. Um, and you know these things always kind of get better over time. I think these are some things that they can work on. Uh, battery life, the Bluetooth sync, uh, for me, was not as easy as I thought it would be. Uh, it wasn't difficult, but it wasn't seamless. So uh, it wasn't quite as simple. So when I got I got new Bluetooth headphones, pairing those Bluetooth headphones with my phone was a little bit easier than it was uh, syncing it with the Mighty. However, that might just be me. Um, it almost might have been just the order I did it in. I'll touch on that in a second. Also, uh, it doesn't sync mid-episode with, say, a podcast. Um, so if you have the podcast on your Mighty, that is in, basically, it's siloed from that podcast that's on your phone. So say you stopped that podcast in the middle and then picked up your phone to listen to that same podcast through your Spotify app, it wouldn't just sync to that same spot. Um, also, and this is what I'll just start off um, after the pros and cons, I'll just start off with this con. You have to have Spotify Premium. Now, a lot of people might have Spotify Premium. I'm fairly new to Spotify. I literally picked it up when the Rambling Runner podcast got put on Spotify. I had never used it before, in part because I don't listen to music when I run very often. So there was no real need for it. I just used the Apple Podcast link or I use Audible. So I had no need for Spotify. And then I got it uh, maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago. And I really like it, but in order to use Mighty, you need to have Spotify Premium, which isn't very expensive. I basically just stopped having Apple Music Premium um, and just switched it to Spotify Premium. Overall, it was a net neutral uh, switch for me. So let's go back to the pros. I love the size. It was great. The fit is really good. So the fit, by that I mean the clip on the back of the Mighty it keeps it right in place, which is obviously very important when you're exercising because you don't want this thing sliding around. You want it to be as seamless as possible uh, in terms of its, you know, your transition from running to walking or you do a speed workout. I've done a speed workout with this thing on, and it was not an issue. Again, you don't notice it. The only thing you really notice is the headphones. You know, so you, if you have headphones in, you'll notice that, but you'll forget the Mighty is even there, which is really, really nice. The storage space. Okay, so Mighty, two weeks ago, introduced podcasts as part of its functionality, which was huge because before it was just about songs. So I'm bringing this up now because if you're listening to this episode, it means you're listening to podcasts. And if you're listening to podcasts, then you want whatever you purchase from an audio perspective to be able to accommodate that. 
Invitee now does that. So not only can you have your songs on there, your playlists on there, you can also have your podcasts on there. And this little thing has an absolute ton of storage space. I have, see, I had four podcasts on there this morning. And each podcast was roughly an hour, maybe a little more. So maybe there was five hours of audio content on there. And I think I'd only used up like 6% of the storage space. I was shocked at how much was on there. And um, basically, the moral of the story is you're never going to go through all the storage space unless they allow you to put like a whole movie on there or something, um, which I guess technically they might be able to do. But anyway, they can't do it right now. But needless to say, storage space is huge. So on-the-go functionality, this is big for me because, you know, I don't re-listen to podcasts very often, which means if I have a podcast on my device, there's a chance I might not like it, right? So maybe it's the first time I'm hearing it. Usually I don't do- download podcasts that I dislike, but you never quite know until you start one, especially if you're starting a new podcast. So I just started listening to binge mode Harry Potter, which I love. I love, I'm a big Harry Potter fan and I love the deep dive. They do into like basically go five chapters at a time. But when I downloaded it onto the mighty device, I wasn't sure yet if I would like it. So I wanted to be able to toggle back and forth, not only between podcasts, but if I wanted to fast forward or rewind and it was really easy to do uh, to the point where I didn't need to look at the device. I have it on the sides. So it's kind of like on my hip, on my waistband is where I, where I have it on. And I can just put my hand down there and just, you know, just touch a button and move back and forth. It was really easy. Customer service was great. I was having trouble syncing the Bluetooth. Basically, what was happening was, you know, and this is just might be my own technological naivete. You can't have your Bluetooth headphones connected to your iPhone and the Mighty at the same time. They're either connected to one device or the other. So what I needed to do is disconnect them from my phone when I was pairing them with my Mighty. They might have been perfectly um, transparent about the need to do that, and I might have just missed it. Or you might be saying, well, duh, you idiot. Like (laughs) That's the case for every Bluetooth device. And to that, I would say, you're probably right for calling me an idiot. But however, I did have a problem with that. The positive piece is that when I reached out to customer service, they were super responsive and got right back to me. And that it was just, a, it was, it was kind of no problem. It was, and that was a really nice thing. So those are the big positives. So again, kind of the challenges slash opportunities, battery life. So my mighty lasts about two to three hours before I have to recharge it. Now, Part of that depends on how much time you spend downloading uh, episodes. So if you just download a couple episodes at once and that takes you through a couple runs, then maybe you're going to be good. Downloading an episode can drain the battery. That was pretty evident. I downloaded three or four. So I had four, no, I had four podcasts on my Mighty this morning, but I downloaded three of them this morning. And I think that took about 7 or 8% of the battery life was downloading those. So two to three hours, again, that's going to get you through just about any run that you're doing, but it does mean that you're going to have to charge it. If not nightly, then maybe a few times a week. Again, champagne problems, but it's just something to be aware of. You probably have to charge this more than you charge, say, your Apple Watch or charging your phone or things along those lines. Um, Let's see, sync for the mid-episode. So this was... Unfortunate. This is not necessarily. I shouldn't say unfortunate because 
This is just the way of the world. But I just have to figure out. I basically have to have podcasts that I listen to with my mighty, and maybe podcasts that I listen to in the car. Because, as I mentioned earlier, if you listen to a podcast on your mighty, so say I listen to Binge Mode, Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, chapters one through five. If I get to say halfway through the episode and then I drive to work, I can't just pick it up midway on my phone. I'll have to fast forward manually on my phone to get to that same spot. So this is important to know because there are some products out there like whether it's Audible. Audible will have a syncing feature where if you have if you listen to Audible on your phone and then you you listen to it on an iPad, it will automatically sync, which is kind of nice. Um, you also, you'll see some Kindles will do this as well, which is also a nice feature. So I wasn't expecting Mighty to be able to do this, but I did want to mention it because if you did expect it, I, didn't, I wouldn't want you to feel like I let you down. So that's something of note. And then the last one is having the, the Spotify Premium. Again, that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. thing about um, Spotify is especially for podcasts, they are very selective about which podcasts are on their platform. So I was, when I got put on the platform, I was ecstatic that this was like almost like a badge of honor that the Rambling Runner podcast was part of the Spotify community. However, not every podcast is on there. Now, they might be on there for different reasons. Some are chosen to be on there. I'm a big fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. The Joe Rogan podcast is not on Spotify. So obviously it's not has nothing to do with popularity. Joe Rogan podcast is the most popular one in the world. However, just something to be aware of. So um, if I listen to a Joe Rogan podcast, it will be through my phone. It will not be through my mighty device. So all in all, I'm a huge fan of this product and I would absolutely recommend it to anybody. Um, now, the, the, the cool thing about this product is that it allows you to go on your run without your phone. Now, I have an iPhone 8 Plus. Plus meaning it's big. So this is a big phone. So not having to run with it is a, is a, is a big positive for me. However, not everybody's going to want to run without their phone. So that's something to think about as you're cons- if you're considering this product. There are some people who might want to run with their phone for safety reasons. There's other people who might want to run with their phone because it's a way for them to potentially pay for something. So say you have Google Pay or something like that. Um, one way around that from the pay perspective is obviously you can just go old school and carry bills or you can carry your debit card in your wallet. There's nothing, I mean, you're in your clothes. There's nothing wrong with that. In addition, there are some Garmin uh, watches and maybe there's other watches as well that have a pay feature associated with them. That can alleviate that problem right from the jump. But some people may just want the safety of having a phone on them um, for some of their runs. And that's completely understandable. With that said, there might be some runs where you're okay with not having a phone on you, right? Say you're at a track. You're doing a track workout, but you want to listen to something while you're doing it. This is a really good thing for for that kind of run. If for no other reason, then it's not cumbersome. And that's the thing. I love running with the mighty as opposed to my phone, because it's really good for that reason. Now, the summertime running with phones is a lot easier than it is in the wintertime, especially up here in the Northeast, because oftentimes the best thing to best way to carry a phone with you on the run is an armband. Armbands stink in the winter. They just stink. you got layers on, so either you have layers underneath the armband or over the top of the armband. 
I dislike both of those options. I usually end up going with a Nathan uh, waist belt to put my phone in, but even that isn't great. So as much as I like the Mighty now, I know I'm going to like I'm going to love it even more in the winter when I don't have to worry about how I'm going to carry this big ass phone around. Um so all in all, I'm a big fan of Mighty. I'm glad I have it and I'm going to continue to use it in the future. So I'm going to take a small little drink here before we move on to the next one. Okay, so product number two, Topo Athletic ST2. So Topo Athletic, you may not be familiar with it. It's a smaller shoe company. I mean, it has a nat- it has a national reach, but um, they actually do a lot of stuff on Instagram. So if you are an Instagram person, you might have seen either ads or ambassadors with Topo. Um that's how I kind of noticed them. Uh, I can't remember which one came first, but I think it was around the same time uh, I noticed that they uh, either were sponsoring runners that I knew. They actually got associated with my old coach, Caitlin Gray Goodman. She appeared in some of their ads. Um, and they actually did a photo shoot here in Providence. That's thing that, was, that's, that might have been the ad that caught my eye. So I was like, hey, I've run there before. <laughs> um, and then I, and then, I, then I looked to see what the product was. Um, and it's a shoe company that believes in a couple things. So they have a wide variety of running shoes, whether it's racers, trainers, highly cushioned shoes, and uh, trail runners. With all of that being said, there's a couple consistencies across the board. So they believe in the kind of a different, different design of a shoe in that they are big fans of the wider, bigger toe box. So if you're somebody who has a wider foot and or someone who has kind of like a kind of like a established like that that grippy toe um look so someone who's either used vibram uh, five fingers or who's just needs a bigger toe box for a whole variety of reasons topo is a you know really going to be a good fit pardon the pun uh with what you got going on also a couple other things they're really good at creating lightweight shoes having a lightweight shoe is a big deal for them which is right up my alley also creating low or no drop shoes no drop meaning that the height of the heel of the shoe from the ground is exactly the same height from the ground as the front of the shoe say where the ball of your foot would be i'm a big fan of this um ever since um chris mcdougall's book born to run came out i really did switch my stride where i became more of a midfoot forefoot striker it has helped me immensely from a um Not only from a running perspective, but as a way of keeping fit. I haven't had any um, real injuries to speak of since that book came out. And that was a long time ago. So I love the minimalist design. I love having low or no drop shoes and lightweight shoes as well. Uh, ST2 has all of those. So this is one of, if not the lightest product they have. It's only 6.9 ounces, which is almost nothing it's basically like running wearing a, a racing flat uh in terms of how light it feels and it has a no drop shoe so a zero millimeter drop which i love the more drop that a shoe has for me the more likely i am to heel strike because it just means that the heel uh is lower to the ground than your forefoot uh in terms of when you're striding uh and i just like having that midfoot feel that's a that's a big thing for me so i love the lightness it felt fast these shoes feel great i've worn them at track workouts i've worn them for six to eight mile runs and i wore them in my 5k a couple weeks ago so these um 
you know, have fit me well right from the start. By that I mean they have like a sock-like fit, these these in particular. So I've only tried one Topo Athletic brand shoe. This is the ST2. These have a sock-like feel to them. I'm a big fan of that. Again, no drop, minimalist feel. The, the quote for these shoes is they're ideal for speed work and racing. I love them for that. I have a speed workout tomorrow morning, and I will be wearing these. And these shoes are extremely flexible. So that's a pro, and it's also kind of a con for some people. Because if you're going to wear them for racing, the fact that they're extremely flexible means that they're not the ideal uh, racer for some people. Like I think... You know, the prototypical racer shoe is a little stiffer so that it kind of kicks back a little bit uh, when, you're, when, you're, when you make contact with the ground. Um, I was completely unaware of this fact. My coach told me this two weeks ago, the difference between just a light shoe and a racer. I had, man, some things, some things I'm just so naive about, and this was one of them. I had no idea that a racing shoe actually had a different feel to it. I just thought the lighter the shoe was, the better the racer it was, and certainly lightness helps. However, it's not the only thing. So that's one of the cons for some people. If, you want, if you're looking for a true racing shoe, this might not fit the bill for some of you. So the wide toe box, that's a really good thing for a lot of people. However, the traditional running shoe with its thin toe box, which um, for a lot of people can cause them problems, um, those kinds of running shoes are like perfect for me. I have some of the thinnest feet you'll ever see. This has been an issue for me for a long time when I was playing college basketball or shoot, when I was playing, man, sixth grade basketball, I, there was like, I could only wear Nike basketball shoes because all the other shoes were too wide for my feet. So a wider toe box, it doesn't give me a problem, so to speak, but having a thinner toe box has never been an issue for me. So the wide toe box isn't isn't necessarily a positive in my book, and it's just something to be uh, to take to, to take note of if you do have extremely thin feet. Um, now this shoe has 16 millimeters of cushioning um, under the heel and the forefoot because it's zero drop. It's 16 millimeters on each, so that is not a lot of cushioning. So if you're looking for a trainer to do your six to eight mile runs in. And you are used to, say, wearing Hoka's, for example, which have a lot of cushioning in them. Or, shoot, any other brand so has can have those that kind of, like, you know, dense um, underfoot feel. This ST2 shoe might not be for you. It doesn't mean Topo Athletic might not be for you. They have other options that can certainly serve those needs. But this shoe is much lighter. It definitely has a minimalist feel. So if you're looking for something that's really cushiony, this is this would not be your shoe, um, and part of the reason that it's so light, and you'll see this with a lot of lightweight shoes, is that the bottom isn't super durable. So for for part of the the outsole on the bottom, uh, sort of the, the treads, so to speak, there are there is hard rubber in spots which receive um, a little bit more friction, and in other areas, it's just the midsole going down to the ground. And again, you'll see that that the most common uh, shoe with that feature would be like the Nike Free. A lot of Nike Frees don't have a bottom tread. It's just the midsole that goes right down to the ground. So in some areas of this shoe, they have that. And in some areas, they have some of the harder rubber where they know it's going to rub a little bit more. So it's, um, you know, if you feel like you wear your shoes out at the bottom, um, you know, very quickly, 
maybe this wouldn't be the shoe for you. In addition, because of that setup, it pro it, it you know it wouldn't be a shoe that I would be comfortable wearing if I thought there was ice on the ground in the summer, so black ice or anything like that. If it dropped below freezing and maybe there was a little bit of rain the night before, I wouldn't be wearing these on the roads, uh, but maybe on the track. So those are some negatives. Again, these negatives are tied to the positives, right? It's light. Part of the reason it's light is because it doesn't have the thick treads on the bottom. So you kind of get the positive with the negative or the negative with the positive, depending on how you look at it. Overall, I really like these shoes, and I'm getting excited about trying a different Topo Athletic um, shoe. So they have a bunch out there. The ST2 is um, one of their cheaper ones. Um, not cheaper, like, in a negative context. It's one of their more inexpensive ones, I should say. So the ST2 will run you about $80 Um so relatively speaking, for a high-quality product, that's a good price. Um, they have other trainers that are around the 100 110 price point, which is fairly common for just about any, um, any brand. And those um, are more like your traditional trainers. Again, they're still lightweight, and they still have low or no drop. But they're just a little bit thicker um, in the midsole. You know, maybe it's 20 to 22 millimeters um, to give you a little bit more cushioning. Maybe the tread is a little bit more durable, again, which makes it a little bit more heavy. But sometimes you'll take that trade off. I wear heavier shoes in the winter because I want more grip. That's just something that I'm all about. In the summer, I don't have to worry about that at all. So sometimes it's just you have certain shoes or certain brands for different seasons and different times of the year. So those are the two things I reviewed today. The Mighty and the Topo ST2. You can get links to both of these in the show notes. These are not sponsored links. These are just links to the products. I like them. And if you give them a try, I'd love to hear what you think about them. In addition, if you go to Instagram and uh, check out the post where I'm kind of like, a, I guess, not sponsoring, but announcing this podcast in the comment section. Feel free to list any other types of products or specific products that you want me to review in the future. Or you can say, hey, Matt, knock it off with the reviews. Get back to the interviews. In which case, I'd love to hear that as well. So the feedback is always appreciated. That's for sure. And you can always email me as well rambling runner podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it and happy running.